Okay, so thank you so much for listening to CNA Talk NFL Stuff. Week 11. Yes. Um, please, uh, if you want any um, topics discussed in the next episode, leave it in the comments. Um, besides that? Uh, I think we'll, we'll give you a report on our firsthand uh, visit to Levi Stadium and the 49ers versus... Arizona. We will give you our picks next week, and we definitely hope they are much better than our picks this week. All right. All right. So Stay thank- tuned. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Charlie. And Adam. From CNA Talk NFL Stuff. Thank you. So for the last and final um, epi- um, part of this episode, we have... Our picks. Um, lesson learned. You guys should learn. We are not very good at these picks. We can prove this because um, Adam over here only got three right last week, and I got two right. <laughs> oh, so, God. So I'm ahead right now. You're ahead three. three to two. <laughs> three to two, guys. But don't trust our picks. Don't bet don't, your house don't, on yeah, our picks. Yeah, don't bet your house on our picks. Um, Cleveland bit, uh, beat Pittsburgh. I got that one wrong. Um, but by the way, those don't have, count. I would have picked Cleveland. And but those don't count. count. Those that don't count. Yeah. Count. So we and, have, uh, uh, my dad is pleased that yes. Cleveland won. We have okay. America's team in Detroit. I mean, uh, okay, go ahead. The battle of the teams that play on Thanksgiving. Okay. I have Dallas. Uh, yeah. I Zeke, go with keep Dallas. running. Keep going. I gotta go with that one. The Saxonville Jaguars in in Indianapolis. Indianapolis just came off a loss to the Dolphins. Or they fell apart. Oh, that was brutal. Indy does not have Jacoby Brissett. I know. I know. I guess I'm going with Jacksonville. And that's why I have Jacksonville. Buffalo in South Florida. Well, wow, Miami is has, has just like gotten better one two in a row two in a row row. um but i think buffalo uh, buffalo could could lose this but i'm gonna go with buffalo it's close it's not like don't bet your house on this but close don't bet your house on any of our don't yeah yeah but mike asaki i hate you still hate you um denver in minnesota yeah, I'm going with Minnesota. They're they just home. beat the Cowboys. Yeah, you know? they're yeah. they're clicking. They got a, a really good defense. I got Minnesota. So New Orleans in Tampa. You gotta go with New Orleans. New Orleans, they're gonna rebound from that loss. Yeah. I'm surprised Tampa wasn't in that earlier sec- segment about race to the bottom because I don't know what's going on. They with have Tampa. six wins. Six wins. Okay. No, no, three wins. Yeah. Three wins. They have three wins. Sense. And we only put two in these teams. Um, this is the snooze fest. The Jets in the nation's capital. I'm picking the Jets. I'm I rooting have the for Jets. the Jets. I'm picking the Jets. I have the Jets. Um, Atlanta in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hmm, that's an interesting game. I think C Mac scores a lot. Yeah, I think C Mac is the difference here. Yeah. So I'm picking Christian Carolina McCaffrey. Too. Big game. Um. Yeah. Uh, Houston in Baltimore. I have the Ravens. I also have the Ravens. I'm I'm riding 
coming off the momentum when they completely demolished Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, Arizona in the Bay Area in San Francisco. We will be at the game. We will be at the game in our next podcast. We can report. Yes, we can report on how the Niners did. I'm picking the home team. I got the Niners. Yeah. One score, two scores, maybe 10 points. Okay. Um, Cincinnati is on the other side of the bay across the bridge in Oakland. Yeah. I have Oakland because yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah. I'd like to pick that as a, as a surprise upset, but I don't believe it. I'm picking Oakland. The Patriots in Philly. Ooh. Philly might be able to do it. I've heard a lot of like reports about like, oh, the upset is going to be Philly. I'm staying with New England. Smart money is on New England. I'm going to pick Philly just so that uh, I give Charlie a chance to catch up to me on our three to two <laughs> wins. Um, Chicago in LA playing the Rams. Eight. Um, that's Monday night football. Eight twenty p.m. Uh, Sunday night. Football. Sunday night football. Uh, I'm going to pick the Rams. Okay, I have the Rams also. Monday night football in Mexico City, Stadio Azteca. This has been going on for a couple of years. It's always been Kansas City versus either the Chargers or the Raiders. Uh Um, And who you got in Mexico? I'm going crazy here. I'm going to pick the Chargers. I have Kansas City. All right. No. no. Um, The teams with buys. The Seattle Seahawks, the New York Giants, the Tennessee Titans, and the Green Bay Packers. Great, so the Giants won't lose this week. Yeah, they won't lose this week. Mm-hmm. All right, um, we'll see how we do. We'll see if we can we do better will. than three yes. or two wins. Three <laughs> points, two points. End of story. Don't bet on our picks. <laughs> Don't. Do do some research. Um, thank you for listening to our picks. So, we will, this is our third topic, talking about the Miles Garrett suspension for hitting um, uh, Mason Rudolph with his helmet. This is um, uh, quoting from the ESPN article um, written uh, called, Brown's Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely, Steelers Marquise Pouncey gets three-game ban. Um, written by Jake Trotter and Brooke um, Pryor on November 15th. Um, Miles Garrett will not play again this season, and maybe longer. The NFL announced Friday that the Cleveland Browns defensive end has, has been suspended for the rest of the season, including the playoffs, should the Browns make it, and will have to meet with the commissioner's office before being reinstated in 2020. Garrett ripped the helmet off Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Mason Rudolph and clubbed him in the head with it in the final seconds of the game. So basically what this means is he took Mason Rudolph's helmet after a little argument and bonged it on his head. He took it off of his head, bonged it on his head. Um, Garrett then got penalized, got suspended for six games, which is the longest um. Uh, game suspension uh, ever in the NFL based on one play. He violated five rules, which means he got five penalties on the play, unnecessary roughness, unsportsmanlike conduct, fighting, um, you, uh, 
taking a helmet off an opposing player and using the helmet as a weapon. That's five. Using the helmet as a weapon is a rare... Rarely invoked penalty. Well, it could be like you're headbutting somebody. <laughs> right. I mean, well, that's true. Usually when we think about hitting somebody with the helmet, you think about targeting. This was he ripped the helmet off the player and then hit him with his own helmet. With not his helmet, the player's, the player's helmet. helmet. Yeah, exactly. And then one on the title, it said Marquise Pouncey also suspended. He came in threw a few punches, a few kicks to the guy. So he got suspended three games. And um, then um, another defensive tackle on the Browns pushed down Mason Rudolph, um, and he is suspended for one game. So what do you think? Oh, and Garrett, by the way, um, apologized. So did uh, many of the players on his team for his actions. Um, And so did the Browns owners. What do you think about this? I mean, I don't, I don't think there's much to say that hasn't been said. I think it's just like over the top bad behavior and it has to be punished. Um, I do think that this, this game is very violent. People are, are fighting the whole time. Um, you know, but it's not that violent. That violent is over the line of football. Clearly. No, it clearly is. I think it looks like, you know, in the initial tussle, um, uh, I don't know, it looked like the quarterback grabbed his face mask. But not but trying I, to take it off. I, no, no, no. And I bet he said something to him because then he grabs his helmet by the face mask and he lifts him off the ground, pulling the helmet, pulling him by his head. I mean, he could have broken his neck. I actually think that's so much worse than hitting him with the helmet. Um, And I think the hitting him with the helmet has almost eclipsed that part. Um, But whatever it is, like that was not, that was not okay. Yeah. I think that the NFL actually overdid the suspension and on purpose to, to send say send a message to all the players this is completely unacceptable not only are you banned for the rest of the season but you have to have a meeting with the commissioner to actually get back in the NFL I'm curious what what made it happen what precipitated it because yeah. this is a pretty thoughtful player and everybody is always pushing and shoving I guess this is a rivalry game and there's no excuse for it. You know, if somebody said something or did something to you, you still don't escalate in that way violently, right? Um, you can escalate with words maybe. Um, but I also, I recently heard an interview with Tony Romo where he said when he first started in the NFL, somebody got a cheap shot on him and he got a lecture from his coach, I think, saying, if I ever see you you know, not stand up for yourself again, I'm going to attack you myself. Like there's a real thing in the NFL about pride. Right. And so that, that includes, you know, sticking up for your teammates in a fight. It's like Pouncey did. Yeah. And so I think this is, you know, I think this is what goes on all the time. And this is like an extreme couldn't control it version of that. So do you think, because sometimes a lot of commentators and people say, well, like, the game has changed so much because, like, like, 
couple years, like 30, 40 years, 50 years, 60, 70 years back, this would be completely allowed and normal. Do you think this was ever allowed in the NFL? I think I was reading that book by Jerry Rice on the history of the NFL, and they talk about in the early years, people actually died playing football. Right. And that's why they created a line of scrimmage and a snap and, and, a rule. and rules. So I think that far back, this would have been common. I but think, in your lifetime, let's say, would people still have gotten a penalty or a, oh yeah. or, or a suspension absolutely. for this? Absolutely penalty, probably like a game or One. two suspension. But I think people would have, quote unquote, enjoyed it more as like a funny thing. Like it used to be about hockey, that hockey was so much about the fights. Right, with the um, two teeth missing. I think now with like concussions and CTE, there's also like, there's sensitivity about people's heads and Definitely. necks, you know. And also a lot of people have said, um, like commentators who get interviews with different people and interviewed this guy, they're like, oh, he's a great guy. Oh, this is like completely out of character. No, it's not. Garrett has already been, quoting the same article, Garrett has already been fined more than $50,000 this season for punching uh, the Titans tight end and for a pair of late hits on the Jets quarterback in which the second one, he injured the quarterback. So maybe it's a question of, you know, he is able to be calm off the field outside of football but maybe in the playing, he really loses. His, but this is his still much out of his judgment. But this is still much out of character. Well, this is an extreme. Right. Case. This is an extreme case. And he's getting punished, you know, as extremely as the NFL yes. can, can think of. Um, if you want uh, to fig- uh, watch the play, just search up Miles Garrett suspension on YouTube. I bet on um, uh, Safari or Google, it'll come up, and then you can uh, find a video of it. It's really it's a crazy play. Swinging the helmet at him as a weapon is really the like egregious. It's like on top of everything else. It's like after it was simmering down, then it's like you almost can't believe it. Yeah. So if you're wondering what it looks like, check out the video. I would recommend it. Okay, so we will be talking our second topic, as promised. It is the race to the bottom or the first pick in the NFL draft between six teams. The Cincinnati Bengals at 0-9, the Washington, um, in the Washington. Unmentionables. Uh, uh, we don't yeah. mention their name. 1-8, um, the New York Giants, 2-8. The New York Jets, two and seven. The Miami Dolphins, two and seven. And the Atlanta Falcons, two and seven. So this used to be called the fish tank and tanking for Toa. Tua. Tua. For Tua. Um, I had a student named Toa. Um, But now it's up for grabs. Well, now it's Cincinnati and Washington, basically. Right. It used to be Cincinnati, Washington, Miami. But Miami's coming off two straight wins. Right. So they're not in a conversation anymore. How many weeks are left? Five? Six. Six weeks left. But some teams um, here, right? Giants. You have a bye. The Giants still have their bye. 
Everybody else has done their bye. Okay. So Cincinnati, Washington, the Jets, Miami, and the Falcons mm-hmm. have six games left. Okay. The Giants have five. Right. Right. So let's go run through all these teams and explain what's going, whether everything's they're starting to rise uh, higher up, up being better, going having a better season, or they're going farther down for the first pick. So okay. um, we will start with Atlanta. I think Atlanta has a chance to win one or two more games as, as much as they're a mess. I don't think they just beat the Saints. They blew yeah, them out. I don't think they have a chance at the at the number one pick. I don't think that's their goal. Right. I don't think they're trying to get the number one pick. But do you think? Here's my question: Do you think they will end up in the top ten of picks? Of yes, yeah, top I, ten picks. Yeah, I think so. I think about nine or eight. Yeah. So I do think they won a couple more games. Um, then we have Miami Dolphins. How do you feel about them? Miami Dolphins lost at losing. The <laughs> franchise tried to tank, and the players just have too much pride. They're professionals at this. They're playing for their own uh, jobs in the future. And uh, yeah, I don't think I don't think Miami's gonna get it. Yeah, they're not going to get it. I think they get top five, though. But yeah, I think and it's they get because their division so easy with the Jets, who have the same record of than right. them. They're just a higher because they beat the Jets, right? So, and then you have the Patriots and the Bills. So I could see Miami winning one more game. I could season. see them beating the Jets oh, again. Sure. I could see them beating yeah. the Jets twice. Yeah. Right. But then they're not going to beat the Patriots, and no. they're not going to meet, beat the Bills this no. week. No. Well, maybe they might. Who knows? Right. Check out our pick section later. Um, um, the New York Jets. Oh, boy, the New York Jets a mess. Weren't they supposed to be decent this year? Um, but I guess – oh, it was Sam Darnold. I have two points for you, right? out and then came back and is kind of mediocre. Okay, yeah. I have – I have two points that are going to explain why, and they're pretty basic points. Adam why? Uh, that's not one of mine. He has not been doing very <laughs> okay. well. Good, okay. um, good, uh, good thinking. One, mono. Sam Darnold got, went out with mono yeah. and never fully recovered from it. Yeah. Two, if you're going to get a star running back, get an offensive line first. You go pick up Le'Veon Bell, tons of money. You know, you're like, hey, we're going to be like, we're challenging the Patriots this year. We are some of the best in the league, blah, 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 blah. Get an offensive line. I mean, that's that's my fundamental thing. Get an offensive line, get a defensive line, and then everybody else plays better, you know, once right. they're protected or once the defensive line is creating pressure. Um but I don't think – I mean, I think the Jets are terrible. Um, are they as bad as Cincy? No. no. They are better than Cincy. I think uh, what's interesting to me about – I'm jumping ahead, but about Cincy is I think Andy Dalton should not still be their quarterback, but I think he's better than anything anybody else is. I mean, maybe the Giants have uh, – Okay, we'll just go yeah. straight then there then. Yeah. Uh, it's very weird – because uh, last week when I was checking passing stats yeah. um, for uh, trying to figure out some uh, things, um, uh, 
Andy Dalton was top of the list with Matt Stafford. He was like top five, top three. For percentage or for? For percentage, for completions, right? For in total, right? Passing? There's Dude. nothing there. They, they can't find a way. And this is the thing. This is what's, what's happening. Ready? You want to know who the new coach of, the, of Cincy is? Who? The Rams offensive coordinator. Right. So it's a Sean McVay style. There, this thing worked with Andy Reid. Um, a couple years ago, I think it was 2017, they had a round table with six coaches, head coaches at the time. I think four of them are still head coaches right now, who were who came from Andy Reid, Sean McDermott, Buffalo Bills. You have John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens. You have um. Uh, what's the guy on Philly's name? I'm not remembering. The the coach of Philly, and you have Ron Rivera of the Panthers. Four amazing coaches that come off Andy Reid. This is not the case with Sean McVay. Well, like they're not. I mean, it's, it's his first not, year coaching. Right. The question is, you know, whether whether he's got the personnel. I mean, since he has has been on a decline for a while. Um, the question here is, are they going to get the top pick? And yes. And that means, you know, do you see any game in the future where they're going to win? Are they going to go unfeated? Are they going to go? Uh, they might win zero one game for the season. I'm going to say they might win one game. Yeah. But they're really lucky because their division is really easy. And you're like, wait, no, the Patriots have the easiest division playing the Bills, the uh, Jets and the Dolphins. No, their division is so easy to lose. And you could see it when the Browns did it, right? You have the Browns. So this year, you have the Browns with a good running attack and a good passing attack. You have no corners, by the way. So they're going to beat you up. You have, again, other um, teams being uh, – um, then you have the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is going to beat you. And then you have the Steelers. Juju uh, is going to beat you, and their uh, defense is going to beat you. So they're not going to win any games. Do you think AFC North is the deciding factor in Cincy getting the Cincy gets pick? the first pick. Washington gets the second pick. Do you think? Yeah. But why that Jets, is? Jets get the third Jets pick. get the third. Giants get the fourth. Um, Miami gets the fifth. And then you have... And then, I, I and then Atlanta goes a little back, and then like Arizona and Tampa Bay jump forward. I would I would flip that order just just that last part. I would say Cincy one, Washington two, Jets three, Miami four, yeah, Giants five. Because I think and Giants then Atlanta a little have, back. Like yeah, I think eight, Atlanta nine. will do well. You know, will do a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. because Matt Ryan. Yeah, you heard it here first. Since he gets the first pick. Since he gets the first pick. Um, so yeah, that brings our talk about tanking this year. To an to end. To an end. Okay, so for our first topic today to be talked about, we will be talking um teams moving to London. So you told me that there's rumors of a couple of specific teams 
actually relocating to London permanently. Tell me what teams in the past had those rumors, what teams now have those rumors? So um, there's been two teams with big, big rumor questions. Um, Firstly, being the Jaguars of Uh Jacksonville. One, because I think Jacksonville is such a small city, and there's already two other Florida teams with um, Florida cities with football teams. It's a small media market compared to London, which is one of the biggest media markets in the world. Yes, and also they have played, um, I think, the most games in the London series, and they're there a lot. So they're starting to build the London fan base there because they're coming back and back and back. But they're kind of died down. It's always never been like, oh, they might actually move to London. Like the front office is actually considering it. It's just been like, there's been like rumors here and there, but nobody well, really thought it's been Well, happening. obviously the NFL agreed with one team to go more often than the others. And right. Jacksonville was one of those teams. So right. maybe they were testing the waters. Right. And then the other team... Um, that has Jacksonville hasn't had rumors really for a year, but um, now this other team, um, the Chargers, are starting to get uh, rumors of it, and that's basically because nobody likes the Chargers. The Chargers are San Diego's team, and once you betray San Diego, nobody's gonna like you in LA because you're not LA's team. LA's team is the Rams. Weren't the Chargers in LA before they moved to San Diego back in the they day? They originally were in LA, uh-huh. but that was when the NFL was just starting. Not the NFL. Well, the NFL was just starting, but. They got more love because it was like the very beginning, you know? Right. Like, right. well, they're, the Chargers are a distant fourth in LA behind USC, UCLA, and the Rams. Rams. And they're playing in the soccer, soccer stadium, but they're supposed to move to the main stadium next year, right? Yeah. They're not even playing in LA. They're playing in Carson City. And when they were playing the page, uh, the, sorry, the, um, when they beat the, um, Packers, even though they beat them, at the end, the guy, the commentators on their radio joked that they didn't think they were in New Orleans because they were seeing the Tulane Green Wave. That's how many Packers fans were there. Hmm. No Chargers fans, uh-huh. right? The char- there, there are no Chargers fans. Chargers fans are in San Diego, but now they're not because you betrayed their city. Okay, so do you want to talk about the – do you want to talk about – is it good for any NFL team? Do you want to talk about the Jaguars? Do you want to talk about the Chargers? Where should we start? I think we should um, start with the Jaguars. So the Jaguars have kind of died down a little bit. Yeah. There are rumors. But um, how do you? what do you think of the Jaguars rumors moving to? Of the one? London Jaguars. What do I think of the London Jaguars? They well, their name. I mean, um, I'm skeptical of any team going to London on a permanent basis. I think... You know, it means that any travel they do is going to be six-hour flight, five-hour flight, the equivalent of flying across country. So it's like it's like if if one team was on the West Coast and every other team was on the East Coast, every time they play, they've got to travel far, or somebody's got to travel far to them. So it just it, it feels like a disadvantage to to whatever team goes there. I'm also not convinced that that. London, England, or or Europe wants American football. 
Well, London has shown um, some sellout crowds this year and last year. Okay. But, you know, it's they might not want it as a permanent thing, honestly. I think it's like a special occasion, and that's why people go. Is the like, stadium actually full, or do they just say it's sold out because they, you know... It's pretty full. Yep. It's pretty full. But, again, it is a soccer stadium, but it is Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is a gigantic stadium, or Wembley Stadium, which is also a pretty big stadium. Well, I mean, for me, it feels like a desperation move for the Jaguars, who haven't been that good for that long. But they do also have a good fan base. They have the Duval fan base in Jacksonville that supports them, that yeah. loves them. That's a different case with the Chargers, though. Yeah. Well, and then with the Chargers, I just feel like if they were good, like, you know, people this season, people thought they were going to be good. Um, It felt like maybe it was finally their time. And then I feel like they just fell apart. Yeah. Right. Like L.A. supports the better of their teams. Yeah. L.A. supports winners, um, which is kind of lame in my estimation. Well, in football, in, in baseball, they're more... Like Dodgers, right. And then for basketball, same thing. A lot of them. A lot of them are like diehard Lakers or diehard. Yeah, I guess guess the Lakers, you know, were so good for so long. They've been bad for a while. So I think people, yeah, I think you make a good case that they held on there. And the Dodgers did. I think think the Clippers are sort of a franchise without – a home, and right? And it's that's the Chargers, basically. I'm sorry, I, I meant the Chargers. Yeah, but no, the Clippers are are, Clippers are now have a now have a home. Right. But I, I think the Chargers are a fan, are are a franchise without a home. So, but it just seems so far and so random to have like the London. Honestly, Chargers. move back to San Diego. One move somewhere else, move to Austin, move to San Antonio, move to Salt Lake City. Move like there's so many other possibilities. Well, let me ask you this Do you think any do you think any team should move to London? No, like, no, I think I think London, I think what the NFL is doing with the international London series is a very smart idea and they should continue it, but. And I think giving teams a buy after they go to London is also very smart. Good job. Would you um, Would you think but, Mexico um, before London? Would you think Toronto before before? I don't Mexico before Toronto or London. And I'm I'm going to tell you what. Okay. Yeah. If you live in Toronto, you're probably a Bills fan. Right. Drive across the bridge, get Bills tickets. Go to the game. I, you know what I think it Some is. Some of them have season tickets, probably, but Mexico City isn't on the border. Yeah, I think it's about the NFL is trying to figure out how to grow the league, right. and so they're trying to go to like the next biggest uh, media market media that's market. And, available. Right. Um, but I just think London is is miles too far. Yeah. It's good for this media market thing, but not for that. Um, so um, let's say with the final question, do you think, just yes or no, do you think this is good for the league? Um, do you think a team moving to London would be good for the league? 
Oh, well, we that that's the other thing is the league would love it because they would be able to say, like, we're in London. But we're I say no. I say no. No. Because of the teams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Adam. And this is CNA Talks NFL Stuff. We will be talking all about the um, NFL through these podcast series and um, through the what is on our plates, what is the hot topic, and giving you our picks. So um, on this episode, we will be talking about week 11 in the NFL. Yes. Um, We will be talking about rumors of teams going to London. Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, we'll also be talking about the race to worst and to the first pick in the NFL draft. And about Miles Garrett getting suspended against the Pittsburgh Steelers for taking off Mason Rudolph, which is the Steelers' backup quarterback's helmet, and bonking it at his head. He took off his helmet. He almost took off his head. Boing. He could have gotten seriously injured. Luckily, he did not. Oh, it was brutal. So, uh, that is what And we're then doing. we'll finish up the episode with, with our, our picks. picks. Yes. So we do every week.